Give me five minutes. The podcast with Scars and Elijah. You are in an open conversation zone. There is no tapping out once you've tapped in. Eli examinations, hood stories, nightmares for critics. And if you're that passionate, we'll bring you on and you can have five minutes. That is the vein of parent alienation. That's the vein of, of mothers using that specific line. That's the reason why a lot of men cannot see their kids. You cannot say, oh, he cheated on me, so that's why he doesn't see the child. Because you can't say that. And you know that's not credible. Mums out there, if that's how you feel, you don't need to say it out aloud. Just know in your own brain, you're messed up. That's wrong. So, okay, look, this is this is one thing I, I did want to talk about. So you see this parent alienation, yeah? What people need to understand is parent alienation is like a is like a syndrome. It's it's a it's... welcome. The GM5M podcast is a platform where we have real and honest conversations about almost anything. No topic is off limits. The unique selling point of our show is at any point anyone can say, give me five minutes. Once that is said, the five-minute timer starts and the person has five minutes to say whatever they want uninterrupted. Once the five minutes are done, the podcast is back to an open conversation. Each person can only say this once per episode. And now let's get on with the show. It's not just like something as simple as like, oh, like my mom didn't let, let me see my dad. Like it's actually deeper. It's like the things you learn about the parent. These are eight manifestations of parent alienation. I won't read all eight, but uh, here's a few of them. Let me actually give her her flowers. This is by Amy J. Baker. She's got a PhD in child psychology. All right, cool. So one of the first ones is a campaign of denigration. Alienated children are consumed with hatred of the targeted parent. Mm. They deny any positive past experiences and reject all contact and communication. Parents who were once loved and valued seemingly overnight become hated and feared. Cool. Wow. Number two, weak, frivolous, and absurd rationalizations. When alienated children are questioned about their reasons for their intense hostility towards the targeted parents, the explanations offered are not in the magnitude that typically would lead to a child rejecting a parent. These children may complain about the parents' eating habits, food preparation, appearance, and they may also make uh, wild accusations that could not possibly be true. You know what? That one specifically, I feel like that's very, very, very relevant. Mm. How because, so? Okay, so you get things like, where it says the explanations offered are not of the magnitude that typically would lead to the child rejecting a parent. Meaning, yeah, you might, a child might reject a parent from like, oh, you, you know, they're feeling, they're not feeling loved. Okay, yeah. So in my life, when I think of my, my life, I'm like, yeah, I was rejecting my dad and I could have rejected him even more because I'm thinking, yeah, you're not actually there. You're not actually around for me. In this, in this explanation, the, the, the parent's active, but the child is just not feeling positive about anything they do. So they're questioning everything. So I'm just saying it's kind of like two different kind of parallels. So you got one one side where you're seeing this parent every day, you're hanging with them, but you're not happy with, with their behavior because you're thinking that they don't love you because of what your other parent has told you. Yeah. You know, I'm going to read one more. The lack of ambivalence. Wait, am I saying that right? Ambivalence. Could be, I can't see it. Yeah, ambivalence. Hold on. 
whatever, man. The lack of ambivalence about the alienating parent. Alienated children exhibit a lack of ambivalence. Now, you know what? Sorry, man has to know what that word properly means. It doesn't, it doesn't really make sense. That's the bad bang. Yeah? <laughs> like, ambivalent. So we know it's a, a contradictory or your mixed uh, feelings. Uh, uh, un, you know, mixed feelings, yeah? So alienated children exhibit a lack of ambivalent, a lack of ambivalent, what? Alienated children exhibit a lack of ambivalence about the alienating parent, demonstrating an automatic, reflective, idealized support. Yeah, so like they, they haven't got mixed feelings about it. They are very, they're very direct and very sure of the way that they feel. Mm. This that parent is perceived as perfect, while the other is perceived as uh, woefully flawed. If an alienated child is asked to identify just one negative aspect of the alienating parent, he or she will probably draw a complete blank. This presentation is in contrast to the fact that most children have mixed feelings about even the best of parents and can usually talk about each parent having both good and bad qualities. Mm. Mm. What do you think about that? Because that, that one was kind of... No, like, it's very interesting because... It's kind of deep. Yeah, it's, it's very, very deep. It kind of reminds me of um, a friend that I had in college. College times. Whew. Going back. And uh, he was, was like telling 20 me... 20 years ago? No, about 25 years ago still. 20, damn, boy. Like, you know when college was... Like, they call it the uh, pyrotechnic or something like that, boy, or whatever they call it, boy. Polytech. Yeah, polytech. Boy. Your days, Yeah, yeah. Mm, mm. Doing polytechnic. <laughs> I'm going to the polytechnic. Anyway, so he was telling me like he was like, oh, like his dad, who he's estranged from, like would beat his mums. So his mums would say, yeah, like like there there was a lot of um, beatings, but there was one that stood out the most, like where like he beat her so bad that. Like she believed that she was going to die that day. Mm. You know what I mean? But um so and that's the one that always stuck with him. He's like, nah, like there was this one, I remember like boy, like my mom would always say that there there was this one time that he just went overboard. Mm. Cool. So years later, he now links up with with his dad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's been years. And he questions his dad. He's like, Look, this is what mom told me, innit? Like, why did you do that to mom? And he was like, look, first and foremost, like, there's no pardon in here. What he did was wrong. The dad said, yes, I, 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 I it's true. I did, I did beat your mum. And I did do that, what, what she's saying that day. Okay. She said, and then, but he asked her, why? He asked her, you no, know, so he asked him why. Now, like, you know me, right? Anyone that's listening to the show, you know me, right? Things like, questions like why, what happened, can you explain, what was the build-up, are very, 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 very basic questions for me, okay? Very, very basic questions, almost tattooed on my arm at this point. But for a lot of people, which I've realised now, these questions are foreign. To ask why, who, where, and when are very foreign mm. for a lot of people. They don't ask those questions. They just receive the information and they get on with their day. Mm. You know what I mean? So, cool. Fair enough. But this time, 
He asks his dad, why? Why did you do that? And he, and, and he, and he says straight, he's like, son, that was the day I found out she was having an affair with your uncle, my brother. Mm. Now that doesn't excuse his behavior. But well, context. But his mom's had never mentioned that. His yeah. mom has never mentioned that the day that, yes, your dad beat me up to, to near death was the day, he, the day he found out that I was cheating with your uncle. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Context is everything. She, she, she obviously, what's the word? Uh, admission? She, yeah, lying by omission. Yeah, so she, she just didn't reveal yeah. that information. Now, I'm not saying that the mom should, the, the, the mom still shouldn't have been here. However, it's just interesting that that was left out. She shouldn't out of have the been here, but it's obvious, yeah, why you got beats. It doesn't mean it's right, but he, he hit you. He, ha he had his reason. You should have just revealed that to your child instead of ma uh, manipulating the, the child to have them think, oh, you've just been hitting me and beating me just because. Like, it doesn't make him a better man. But at the same time, it, it paints the picture differently. It, it profiles him differently. It's just full disclosure. Now, look, I ain't saying that. That, like I said, like, like I said again, like it's still, it's still scummy. It's still bad. It's still whatever in it. You know what I mean? But that, that just reminds me of what you was explaining, just about certain things left out of the story. Mm. Like certain things left out of the story. Yo, everybody, what's good? You're listening to the Give Me Five Minutes podcast with Eli and Scars. It's your boy Sam with my brother, Misogynistic Much. So, for example, there's this show here that we're watching on Netflix. It's called Light the Night. Now, I'm going to get into what the show's about. It's a good show. You should watch it. Like the Night. Light the Night. It's based in Taiwan. Oh, okay. And it's um like it's in Taiwanese, I would say. Um, mm. It's got subtitles. Good show, but anyway. Okay. Okay. So basically, not to ruin it for anyone, because you know me, I'm the spoiler central. But for this, basically, we're gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna say where in the Do show. Do not this ruin is. it for people. But basically, the policeman, right? So, ba so basically, there was a conversation that happened, right? Someone. No, this one I I'm not ruining it because the very first five minutes of the show, mm -hmm. it, it, someone I want spoiler gang. No, no, <laughs> I'm gonna be careful. Someone someone is dead. Okay, mm. now yes, you do find out who died, mm. but let's just say the person that died is now talking to somebody else. This is now in the past. Like then they're now having a flashback. The police is now questioning somebody. They're saying, okay, the last time you were with this person, mm. what happened? Okay, now. This is what happened. Basically, the policeman is now saying to the person, okay, the last time that you was with this person who is now dead, how was that conversation? So they've said, oh, they were talking. They, they were talking in this room. And then um, someone came into the, someone came to the room because they wanted to speak to the person. And then I left. That's basically what they said in a nutshell. We were talking Someone came and said, oh, I want, uh, can I speak to them? And then and then, and then, then the person said, okay, cool, that's fine. And then I left them and, and I, ne I never saw them again. Okay. okay. So then the policeman went to go speak to the person that came into the room. And they said, okay, cool. So when you, when you got to the room, what happened? He said, yeah, those two people were talking. However, the moment that I walked into the room, the other person got up, grabbed an ashtray. I was about to hit the other person over the head. If I didn't walk into the room, then they probably would have hit them. 
So then the policeman goes back to the original person and say, hang on a second. I just spoke to this other person and he said that you picked up an ashtray and you were about to hit the person. But when I but when I asked you before, you said you were just having a conversation. You know, you know what the person said to them? He said, "Oh, I didn't say it because it was because it, it, it's not important to the story. Mm. I didn't hit them with it, so like you can't blame me for the murder. Like it's like I didn't hit the person with it. Yeah, and you and you just asked me what happened. I said, "Yeah, this is what we spoke about," and I left. They completely omitted the whole point that they got so angry that they picked they picked up a whole ashtray. I was about to whack the person over the head. Mm. They just said. We were talking and, I, and this person came and I left. Mm. But of course, if they had said that story, if they had added that part of the story when the policeman first asked it, obviously it doesn't look good for the person. Mm. So they made sure that they cut that out. But when confronted on it, it was just, oh, I thought you wouldn't. And to be fair, that that is a common thing. Where That's the- real life, man. Every day. <laughs> That's every day, I think. I think we all, it's, it's selective because it goes back to, you know, like we're, we're always putting on our best best look or whatever so everything is advantageous so he's only gonna say what what's beneficial for him if it was beneficial where him having that ashtray and him doing anything was gonna make him look better then he would have said it yeah. but <laughs> he knows that could be a the person's a, a now dead and the, the, the last conversation you had with them that anyone knows of is you picking up an ashtray and you're about to hit him over the head yeah you know you know where I'm going for that like like you know what I mean so let me just leave that part of the story out mm. you know what I mean let me leave that part of the story however they've gone to you know what I mean so I'm just saying about how that is that happens a lot isn't it like and it kind of goes on to what you were saying with the alienation and I think it's imp- I think it's interesting as well because alienation can happen when there's an active parent there. It's not just the fact of an, absent, an absent parent. The, per- the parent can be there and alienation can still happen. Very, 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 very big. Another one, I remember in one of my old workplaces, this um, it, this woman, she had a child. Hmm. And it was a son and the guy was, and the boy was getting a bit unruly. The boy, The boy was getting a bit unruly. So obviously I come to work and she's she's just telling me about her son. She's like, yeah, like my son's about 14, just so unruly. He's not listening, all this kind of stuff there. I'm trying to tell him to go to school. He doesn't want to go to school. He doesn't want to do this. He doesn't want to do that. But he gets along with his dad. Okay. So then she says one day, oh my days, Eli, you wouldn't tell me, like you wouldn't believe what my son just said to me the other day. I was like, oh, what happened? She's like, oh, I'm on the phone to him. He's in his dad's house. Mm. And I'm and I'm telling him, oh, you know, you still got this work to do, you still got that to do, you still got this to do. He's like, no, mom, like, like he's just doing his usual, like, I, I, like, I'm not listening. And then she's just like, why are you not listening? Why, why, why are you not listening? And then, and then her son, her her own son turns around and says to her, why am I going to listen to you for? Like, like you're you're a slut. Why am I going to listen to you? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not listening to no slut. And she's on the phone going, what? No, no, where did you even get that information from, man? Like, what's all that coming from? And so I'm like, okay. So then we know we're talking about that. And I was just like, look, what has your baby dad said to him? Like, where on earth, or what has someone said to him? Because that is not normal. It's not normal for, for a child to turn around. Like, you haven't even had this kind of conversation before. Like, where does that come from? Like, oh, mum, mum is a slut. What the heck? Clearly, they ha- now that I'm listening to what you're saying, clearly there must have been some alienation going on there. I can only assume from the father's side because I can't believe that that's what the son would say from somewhere. I don't, I don't, 
let, let me not put it all on the father, but from somewhere, someone has got into his head. The other side is, you know, like, you got to think as a kid, yeah? As much as kids say whatever, but at the same time, they still, some of them, they, well, okay, some things that kids say, some of them understand the detriment. So I believe even that kid saying that to the to the mum, he might not know what slut means. He might not under, do you get what I'm saying? But he thinks he knows. He knows it's bad. And he's confident enough to say it to the mum. Like, do you get where I'm going? Like, even though he's a kid, he's just, he's, he's repeating, he's hearing what he, you know, someone's told him. Because even if, you know, she was to ask him, what, the, okay, well, what's a slut? Mm. That that's even if I was the mum, that's that's I don't know why I'll just be like, okay. Let me pull you to the side. Cool. Just tell me what what's a slut. Well, Dad said. Do you know what I mean we? I think that would just decipher all of that. Do you know what I mean like it's well? Anyway, let me not let me talk like it. It wouldn't just decipher all of that. But the point is, at least you probably get a better answer. But like something about that feels that's so the kid is brazen. Like rah, you just said that to your mum. Yeah, defo, there's no love there. That's wild. And, and usually, to me, when you're doing it to the mum, then that this whole maternal thing comes into play. Because I always wonder, yeah, when the dad has the upper hand, like, it's not, it's not, it's just not common. Like, I'm not saying it's, like, I've never seen it before, but I know it's just not common. It's usually mum, everyone loves mum, and the dad is either messed up. But at the same time, you get that situation where if the mum is living a certain type of life, yeah, because th- that's usually where it works out, where the dad kind of like is financially better. So whenever you're with dad, everything happens. Uh, you go to this place, you eat this food, you do that, you do that. So obviously you're only going to associate positive experiences mm. with that parent, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I'm going to read one of the other signs here, which I thought was interesting. Very, very interesting. This one's I think is more of a... Um, it's just more realistic. Rejection of extended family. Yeah. So it says, uh, the hatred of targeted parents spreads to his or hers extended family. Not only is the targeted parent the de- uh, denigrated, despised and avoided, but so are his extended family. Uh, formerly beloved grandparents, aunties, uncles, cousins are suddenly completely avoided and rejected. Mm, okay, that one I feel that's what I I I I am getting for my own self, you know. Where it's like, so not only do do you want to alienate your child from from the parent, you're now actually making it a thing with everybody around the the family. You're trying to actually just deform someone's character, like you're trying to make them. I kind of feel like I don't I don't I don't know like where you're trying to go even as a mum if you feel like you have to alienate your child from your parent to that degree most of these mothers in my opinion you don't have a valid reason to do that like you don't like unless you, you you're telling me you you've got a, ped, a pedophilic or be is that even a word yeah <coughs> pedophilic uh, okay pedophilic um um child raping um you know, um, Hannibalistic, domestic, whatever. Like these, these things, those words I'm saying, those that's grounds to really keep your child away from from the parent because mm. the child is not safe. 
But don't 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 come and act like oh because you didn't like how uh he 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 looked me in my eye and uh you know he was a bit rude with me he's aggressive he's this he's that which I don't condone in any way I'm not telling you now if a man's aggressive to you that that's great and it's cool what I'm trying to say is sometimes your perspective is is what you think it is what you look and what you see isn't even what you're thinking in your heart you're telling yourself that and you're just trying to create a situation you don't even have an answer to why why would you want to keep your child away from another parent like what are the grounds and to me this is what we need to do we need to get some 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 mothers in here and I want to know if there's any mothers out there who, who who's actively doing that and they feel justified. And I want to know the reasons why. Because every time I hear the reasons, I think it's BS. If it's not, he's, he's, he's beating you up and there's evidence and there's this and there's that. Nah, allow it. All these other things, they don't mean, it's not enough to keep your child, even if he's a murderer, he still deserves to see the child. Like... I'm so sorry. Like, what? You think you're, you, you, you slept with them? Like, you made a child with them? We're going to have to own up to that responsibility. Now. Yeah, like, that's where it is. Just like when we're saying in Ayana's Fix Your Life, when, when she said to him about, um, she's saying to the family, when they was all talking to the, to the dead brother and saying how, you don't need to tell, like, don't, don't cozy up to people to try and make it seem like he was, he was a great guy or whatever. Just tell him the truth. If he raped you and he was like that, that's what he was. And then tell them the good things. Just say the truth about them. If your 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 partner's a murderer, fine, they're a murderer. But what you're now gonna say to your child, you can't know your dad, or whatever, mom. And I know that's that's very controversial. Some people might disagree, but what do you do? And for those who've grown up without your your uh, your parent there, especially for something like prison, basically in a way where that parent couldn't have control to see you. How did you feel growing up? Was it was it good like that you were kept away? Was it nice that you was always there? Like this I don't is know. The Give me five minutes podcast with myself, Scars, and Eli. You're done. Though. done, done. I just think that when it comes down to it, there's a lot of reasons as to why someone may feel justified in doing that. May feel justified in keeping a child away. I'm not saying. Either, what, any, what would you any, say is is a credible reason? So, well, it, just like what you said, like if it's like serious abuse or endangerment, safety, like the child's life is in is in danger just by the uh, the parent being there, then yes, of course, man, like run to the hills, like you know, hide, you know, what I mean, like don't like there shouldn't be any type of communication there whatsoever but of course everyone has a different gauge of what is aggressive angry so on and so forth you know what Eli sorry let's 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 quickly get into that and we're talking me and you nobody else do you like what what is your definition of aggressive I think my definition of aggressive probably just like anyone else is like but like if you know raise voice um but to be fair, it depends, you know, because you also have passive aggression as well. So. That's that's why I ask, because in a way, I've actually come to realise, maybe in the last two years, the way some people define aggression and especially even tone, it, it, no, I, I actually have a big issue with that. I've, like, I work in customer service, yeah, or like financial services, all that stuff, yeah. 
presenting yourself is key, yeah? Now, guys, yeah, like, I don't think I have the world's deepest voice or some, you know, I don't, I'm Barry White, like, it's talk like this or whatever. Mm. However, cool, I've been told if some, some people think my voice is deep or whatever. How can someone come up to me and tell me my tone of voice is aggressive? Now, wait, there's wait, a difference. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me give you the rest. We're not talking like, and this is exactly what I've said to this person, yeah? And there's a reason I'm bringing this up. Yeah? There's a reason I'm bringing this up. So, hi. How can I help you? That's what they said was aggressive. Who, who said this? A customer. White? Yes. Mm. Well, like, let's move on. We know we know what that is. Cool. For people out there, yeah, I really want to, like, maybe, you know what? Forget people out there because I feel like they're going to understand. It's people that don't listen to this show. Why do you, it, 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 a lot of us have to rewire the way we think about stuff, yeah? Because it doesn't make sense. This whole aggression thing, yeah, is, again, I get it. It's all perspective, but I feel there's a lot of, False women, I don't know how to word it, but have a lot of these views that don't don't make no sense. Like how the hell can you say uh, by listening to someone, just by them talking, it's aggressive? <laughs> Boy. Obviously, yes, I know you, you can say that. I can, I can say right now, uh, Eli, the whole way you've been speaking in this episode is just very aggressive. But in my head and in reality, in, in general, in perspective... What the hell? No. I know, I think it's subjective. I get people can have their difference of opinions, but that's one of the issues now. People now start saying, have all these feelings that they have in their in their, in their mind. Oh, this person was looking at me, I, I, even on the train here, it says, oh, uh, if some, looking at someone is, is sexual assault. I'm very liberal. Let's all do this. But now it's definitely going too far. 100%. Hundred percent. It's a bit like this, isn't it? A bunch of young men, all dressed in black, dancing extremely aggressively on stage. It made me feel so intimidated, and it's just not what I expect to see on prime time TV. I'm in a That's the bang. Spot on, dude. Bang bang. Spot on. You see, you see, I, I didn't even think of that. That that clip right there, what that lady said, you know, like I've never even thought of it like that. She's she's saying they're dancing aggressively and it made me feel intimidated. <clears throat> that is the vein of this alien, this parent alienation. That's the vein of, of mothers using that specific line. That's the reason why a lot of men cannot see their kids. You ain't done nothing. You cannot say, oh, he cheated on me, so that's why he doesn't see the child. Because you can't say that. And you know that's not credible. You tell your friend, oh, wow, so he hasn't seen the dad. Why? Oh, yeah, yeah, he cheated on me when we first got together. No, that's not right. Now, as I'm saying that, Mums out there, if that's how you feel, 
You don't need to say it out aloud. Just know in your own brain, you're messed up. That's wrong. Because of something that happened with you and him personally, you now flip it and misconstrue it into all this other stuff. Yeah, uh, he talks to me aggressively. Um, he doesn't, you know, talk to me right. He looks at me in a funny way. Uh, yeah, he 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 said to me, <laughs> um, go 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 in a. The idea is they'll just use coercion to misconstrue stuff. You know. Oh yeah, um, they were dancing aggressive. How do you dance aggressive? And how can dancing aggressively even make you intimidated? Anyways, and and, and she's watching it on the telly. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, one big fail for that girl. I know it's a fake. It's it's just an audio, but that's an actual real complaint that yeah. actually was sent into the into ITV. Yeah, man. It's, it's not what she expects to see on primetime television, isn't it? Listen, they just don't want to see black faces on, on primetime television. Just the same way some some uh, parents, yeah, who are alienating the mums, in their eyes, they just don't want to have the, the parent there. If it was up to them, delete delete the the father. Keep the child because, oh, yeah, even though, you know, you slept with the guy, it was this and that. Yeah, 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 I love my child, man. I'll never take them back. You want to control the narrative because... Mm. The thing is, yeah, whether you're the father or the mother, one day you are going to have to explain to the child how they even came about. But they forget that. I promise you. One day, I promise you're you. going to have to sit down with your child or even children and say, you know what? This is how it came about. Like, it was all fun and games. I, like, I always say the same line, especially when it comes down to the children and having kids. It's all fun and games until it's not fun and games. Mm. It's all fun and games, all slapdash. Ah, yeah, living for the moment, YOLO. <laughs> but until until it's, oh shit, like there's two red lines on this fucking tube, mm. that's when it's like, oh snap, it's all become real now. Mm. Like all that messing around that I was trying to do, is is this is what I am here now. Now I've got to explain to somebody, because this person's going to be a living human, and I now have to explain to that person how they even come into this world and the circumstances before they got here and your mistakes do you know what I mean that's the, that's the issue with a parent to be honest I think it's I def, definitely think it's generational but but more parents just own your mistake man like I don't get that part own your mistake you do something and you, you know it was wrong at the time tell your child that you're not weak you're not weak for doing so well this is what we were saying in it with the Ayanla episodes so anyone that's listening to this episode you can go back like two episodes ago two three episodes ago for that one like where yeah as a parent you're gonna have to own the mistake you're gonna have to sit down with the child and say you know what yeah i'll put my hands up here like i messed up here in it mm. however you are still the blessing but i'm not gonna try and sugarcoat the actual reality of what happened of course there's a maybe there's a nice nicer way to say it or maybe depending on the child you may have to say it as raw as that however it, it's gonna have to be said it's gonna have to be said so that's just what that is yeah listen guys you already know man these these episodes are are uh they're quiet we put it this way we we know it's deep and we know it can be triggering as as well yeah. what we're definitely gonna do get in touch yeah man get in touch because we, we we love it the way i see it 
listen, if you've been through this, that's the whole point of the podcast. Like, it's not just about like us coming here talking, talking, talking. Like, I promise you that. Like, there's there's a reason behind it. And on top of that, we want to share. Like, do you know what I mean? I I'm gonna even make this uh, promise on air to my to you guys. I definitely <clears throat> speaking about all this father stuff. I. I really like only like to speak about things that I've been through. I don't really want to be talking like uh, from a third perspective kind of thing. So yeah, there'll be an episode soon where I will give a bit more detail about, you know, these types of things. Cause I'm not going to lie. I get a lot of fathers when I'm talking to them about my situation or whatever. It's so common. Like I can't believe how common this thing is. Like just, people trying to stop people from seeing their kids and it's just it's just bs just the narrative of this black men don't want to be there no i'm not having that anymore no way that's a fat lie talking about our oh, dads that don't want to be there the generations 20 years ago you can talk about them i don't know and even them ones we have to do a deep dive because <laughs> just because your mom and let's talk mums anyways. Just because your mum said your dad wasn't there, da, 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 you don't know. If you ain't, ha if you are listening and you have not spoke to your dad and you don't have that communication, you don't know. Sorry. And I'm sorry if I'm upsetting you, but you don't know because it matters. If you, you need, that's why there's always two sides to a story or three sides. Both people and then the truth. Anyways, man. We're out. GM5M, thank you for listening. Really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, man. See you guys next week. Laters. I know. Eli here from the Give Me Five Minutes podcast. We know you're busy. We know you've got things to do. We're going to cut this conversation right here, but we're going to resume again next week for another part. Every Sunday, 9 p.m., Give Me Five Minutes.